in the 40s. The department further encouraged people to avoid dehydration and vigorous activities in hot and humid conditions. SABC News reporter Aldrich Hendricks joins us now for an update. Aldrich, thank you so much for your time again. So now we understand that two more people have died since the news broke this morning. What more do we know about this? Well, uh, like you're saying, Khaleesi, uh, we just learned that it is, in fact, seven people who have died due to heart stroke, heat stroke, uh, my, my apology, here at the Kakamas Hospital. Uh, another one is uh, currently on ventilator and is being treated. Uh, of course, temperatures soaring in this area. Uh, just a couple of minutes ago, we had 34 and it's gradually increasing uh, to a high of around 41 degrees. But let's speak to uh, one of the doctors here at Kakumas Hospital, um, uh, Dr. George. Uh, Dr. George, tell us about uh, the people who came in for, for, for heat stroke and uh, what, uh, what has happened in the meantime. Good morning, Ulrich. Um, good morning, listeners. Um, since Tuesday, we have had an influx of patients who presented at the same hour, around 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock. They would present either as uh, dead on arrival patients or they will present with low level of consciousness, low blood pressures, and they would have extremely high, high temperatures. So all of these patients, they have the same um, history and presentation. It is farm workers who work on the farm. Normally it's the field workers that we have seen. Um, from the seven patients that we had, we only managed to um, intubate um, two of them. One that's currently intubated and ventilated. The other one presented on Tuesday was ventilated but um, tragically demised um, the following day. So the temperatures have been very, very high. We've been in contact with some of the farmers um, to give them um, proper information on how to, to, to manage situations when, patient, when a farm, uh, farm workers collapse at work um, or when they're complaining of dizziness. Um, it would be ideal, actually, if they could change the working hours of the, of, the, of the farm workers because to be exposed at this type of temperatures during this time of the year, it's, it's inhumane. And at the moment, we are struggling. We're having a water crisis here in the Kaiharib area, and um, that just makes it worse. Um, some places don't have water. Other places have water that you cannot even drink that water. So we're really struggling this side. Um, it is a tragedy that's happening here. Today we're expecting again after for a few cases to come in. Um, we, we're trying to, to create awareness in the community about uh, the heat wave that's causing heat stroke and heat exhaustion. So, uh, Doc, tell us, uh, in terms of preventing uh, heat stroke, uh, it, and, and we know it's difficult because of the water problems in, in, in this area. Uh, what do you advise people to do? So um, preventative measures that you can take is uh, number one is for, for um, the workers or even people in the community um, not to wear um, warm clothes during this time. For the workers, they, they do use the overalls which is actually more dangerous for them to, to get these heat strokes. Um, you can also um, 
Uh, we also advise uh, in cases where patient, where workers start complaining of dizziness that they that they that they uh, put wet towels on them. You can put ice packs, ice bags under the armpits in the groin area just to cool down uh, the, the 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 patients to get their central uh, temperature down. Um, and the other the other thing is always to to during this time between 11 and five o'clock to be in a shaded area because it is really it is excruciatingly hot try and keep your skin um, not to, to to prevent your skin from getting dry use sunscreen for those of of, of the people who are just uh, in the community but as for the workers we really need to go and look at the, the situation down there in the farms to see how else we can assist them with what's happening and finally, Dr. George, uh, the, the prognosis of, of the, the patient who's still on a ventilator. Currently, the patient that is on the ventilator, she presented yes, yesterday, last night, um, at around 7, had a very low GCS. Um, she's currently in the morning when we reassessed her, she was better. Um, the doctors really were on call last night. They tried to... To, to, to optimize the treatment they could. She's actually now for extubation. She's doing well. We cooled her down. We uh, took what we have in our setting, um, uh, linen. We covered her with wet linen, and then the pressures came. The pressures dropped. We gave an adrenaline infusion. The BPs came up. She's, she's really much better now. Um, she's actually for extubation. Thank you very much. Uh, that's Dr. Pasquin George. Of course, one of the doctors here at the Karkumas Hospital confirming to us that indeed seven people have died due to heat stroke in this area. Uh, he's saying that one patient is still um, uh, uh, being excavated, but uh, they will remove that uh, hopefully during the day or in the next couple of hours. Uh, what we also have confirmed, Kulisi, is that uh, the Department of Labor has also sent inspectors uh, to the areas where these uh, patients come from. Uh, so uh, we can confirm that it's four farms within the, the Kakamas area uh, where the, the seven uh, patients come from or the seven people affected by heat stroke. So uh, they're saying that a preliminary investigation will be conducted today and hopefully by Monday they'll be able to give us a final report in terms of the working conditions of the, the farm workers uh, who uh, succumbed uh, to heat stroke. Ultra Hendricks working that story for us. Thanks very much indeed for that.